already drank half my lemonade. We haven't even started. I'm so sorry. Oops. You take. <laughs> you got to conserve your lemonade, man. This is UCA. You're a vet. You should know at some I point know. that nothing ever goes as planned on this show. Ooh. <laughs> I just discovered another book that seems really cool called uh, Lullaby by Leila Salamani, who is a French Moroccan author. And she, her story is based off a true story of uh, a nanny who killed the children that she creepy. I know that sounds cool to me. Like it actually has true crime feel to it. Yikes! So. Yikes! Forever. Yep. Uh, uh, hello, welcome to the show, the Undercooked Show, the show where we gather our resources and stand firm against the darkness by. Uh, reading people's stories and being kind of dumb. I'm not the stories being dumb. You are the ones who are usually kind of dumb about it. Um, I never have a good formal intro for these, but uh, if you're new, basically what we do is we get together, we talk about, we we read submitted stories and we we talk about them, banter our way through, and then uh, you know leave feedback for the author who submitted it. Uh, it's me, your boy, <laughs> David, <laughs> David K. I, I exist in a state of existential never ne- existential confusion um, about knowing how to handle this and how to get, get people. Yeah, to if, keep you're, if you're gonna do it, go all in. Go like watch like what up, what up, home skillet biscuits. It's your homegirl Caleb K. What's up, babies? I'm hitting at you live with you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. And while you're at it, smash that like button. <laughs> no. Don't forget to click the little bell on this podcast because there's little bells on this podcast. I, I you know, this will go on the Creative Horror YouTube channel at some point. I'm so apathetic about YouTube now. Say it's here too, though. Woo! Hi. Hi. I am here. I almost. You're- Fell apart screaming in my bathroom like an hour ago, realizing my mortality. I'm, but I'm here now. What's thank up? You for, thank you for being here and and ha- being mortal with us. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all just foolish mortals? Aren't we all just doing podcasts so we leave something of ourselves on this earth when we pass? <laughs> I the reason I still do podcasts. Is so that when I'm like 70 and I hope I make it long that long and more so I can listen back to and be like, wow, we were such fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll you'll hear you'll hear the good times you had with your friends, yes, right? That's that's the hope. Yeah. Isn't that what podcasts are? Just the friends we made along the way? Pretty much. That's what this podcast is. That's for damn <laughs> That's very true. So hey, I can hear the audience yelling, what are we reading today? Well, uh, <laughs> as it turns out, we are actually reading another story by our old friend. Uh, Sam, a.k.a. Rabid Radioactive Raccoons. Uh, We last covered uh, How to Summon a Fish on this podcast, which is a fun little weird uh, surreal story that was, you know, got a nice dash of humor to it. Uh, And Sam sent it to us with this, uh, the following message, which I want to share. Hi, David, future David, Kayla, future Kayla, Gracie, future Gracie, and anyone else who may read this email, as well as their future versions. I'm sure the future versions of us are reading this. I have a story I would like to submit to UCA Review. It is something I wrote in a caffeine-fueled haze after listening to your analysis of how to summon a fish. It's not really related to the content of the episode, but the inspiration to write it was somehow taken from it. Cheers, past rabid radioactive raccoons. I think what I like about this is the fact that, um, I think this is the first time someone said, thank you for your advice. I just wrote something new inspired by your advice. 
And I'm like, that's awesome. That is very cool. Mm, We're at least made aware of it. So yeah, Yeah. it's very, very cool. I'm very excited about this. And actually, friendly reminder to anybody listening, hey, our submissions are open. I'm going to mention it again at the end, but our submissions are open. If you want to share a story with us and have us critique it, if you're a horror writer and you want to just, you know, have us go over it and just give it the, you know, completely raw treatment, you can you can send it to us, uh, midnightmarinera at gmail.com. Uh, we are, because that way we, we you know, we want to make sure that that we are covering as many people as possible. Um so, um, but you know, when we, when we run low on entries, we go back to people who have a lot, we have, we do have a still a backlog, but we only have a backlog from like a few people, uh, like for example, Sam here, uh, Kane Mac, Atticus Garrison. Like, are you, is there a conspiracy here? <laughs> are you paying off other people to not write to the show? Is this like a witch's coven? Are you, are the three of you a coven trying to make it so we only read your stories? <laughs> we've got a little bit of a dry spell going on here. So, you know, just, just putting it out there. Um, and if they and look and and if and if they and if you are an author who these three did bribe, um, can can you send that to us instead and then out yourselves because that's like illegal and we need Jesus to- Christ. question. <laughs> can people send in fanfic? Ooh, could, would we be? <laughs> that's, that's, I'm going to draw the line with fanfic. Uh, I'm drawing the line with fanfic. I tried for you guys. I tried. <laughs> mm. uh, well, it depends on what the because you know because then because then people would write. People would write like Midnight Marinara and UCA fanfic. Oh, I didn't mean that. Yeah, we were t- people had that. No, <laughs> I, I know, I know what you mean though. But the tricky part is like, mm, I don't want YouTube to come down on that if we do have to read a fanfic. Luckily, we're this YouTube is not the prime source of this podcast. We are we are a podcast first and foremost, and always have been. I mean, so. uh, well, when would this count as a fanfic? What if someone submitted a story that's like this is like my uh, an SCP? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not because if you're you're trying to write it as a submission someday to SCP, then like, yeah, that's fine. Like if you're hoping it, it has to fall into the horror genre for sure. And if you're just if you're doing a spin on something well established, like, hey, you want to write your own cosmic horror inspired by like Thomas Ligotti or H.P. Lovecraft or something, then like by all means, but. Or Victor Laval. Or Victor Laval. Please read The Ballad of Black Tom. Go listen to our episode of Darkly Lit about The Ballad of Black Tom, because I'm still thinking about how much I fucking love that novella. So good. So good. Um, But we're reading today, we're reading a story called Beta Testing, and this is Beta Testing by Sam. Uh, So uh, let's let's pick our popcorn order. Um, Hey, Sadie, you want to start us this Uh, time? Sure. Cool. There is something relaxing. (laughs) Figure it out after that. There is something relaxing about driving for three hours on a perfectly straight, empty road. Straight and empty road. Listening to the same 50 second song on repeat in the middle of a starless night. At least I'm pretty sure it was a straight and empty road. My only illumination was the dome light. Regardless, I poured myself another cup of coffee from the travel box, careful not to smudge the phone number scrawled on the side of the cup, not once breaking from singing along to the beautiful and eternal music loop. I pointed, I pointedly ignored the vacant stares of the faces pressed against my window. What? Wow, there's a lot packed into that opening paragraph. Okay, let's back the fuck up for a second. <laughs> also, like, 50-second song on repeat, like, that has to be a really fucking good 50 seconds. I mean, there is a point where I was... So, like, when... Remember when the uh, Pikachu movie, or a Detective Pikachu movie came out? and Or not came out, it was the... Um, uh, it, it was, like, a joke. Like, they said, hey, we're releasing the whole movie on YouTube. And then it turns out it's just Pikachu dancing to this song. 
Well, there was a point, I just, I, honestly, I watched that whole video, but I had the music on in the background while I was working. And technically, that's a 30 second song. And I, that, that's like a almost three hour, like video. So hey, future David, can you like loop that really quietly in the background for a little while? Just however long you see fit? Yeah, it's oh, a dance. Yeah, it's a. Oh yeah, I actually there was a point I taught myself how to do that dance. The I don't know how to do that dance. It's very simple to do. It um it it does get repetitive. Um so but if you after like two minutes you eventually just like whoo I get tired. Uh, or it's a, is it thirty seconds? Maybe I'm maybe maybe it maybe, maybe it's fifty seconds and it's this song. <laughs> <laughs> You just go in through this starless night on this straight and empty road. He's listening, you know, YouTube always, have you ever noticed like a lot of video, like a lot of video game channels, if you look up like music channels, if you look them up on, on the internet, on YouTube, they're like, hey, here's this mix expanded for like 30 minutes, you know? But or it's for like, like 10 fucking hours, yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's like a really short video game loop. It's like, it's like hey, here's the Starman theme for Mario. Da, 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 for 10 hours. Well, okay, here's another one. I uh, I also listened to the Shantae. Uh, I was ju- uh, I was just gonna bring that up too, but go ahead. Uh, this, there's a track from uh, the new the not the newest Shantae, the uh, Half Genie Hero. Yes, uh, it's called um, for, uh, Counterfeit Mermaids, and it's so good. And I sometimes when I work, I'll have that on in the background, and it's repetitive. But it's my good. my brother and I used to play. Uh, the music from like the Donkey Kong Country games Aww. on like on loop like fuck for just the whole damn day. <laughs> those are those are good. Which uh, which all the all the Kong Country games are just uh, I I could not like name specific ones or specific levels because that was my brother was one handle it. But I just remember like uh... Uh, whatever level had like all like the phony vines in the background or like oh Sega Rush Symphony yeah. All right, I'm a big Mine's nerd. That's fine. That's really fine. I love I, that one's amazing. I mean, the, the, all the music in those games is amazing, but Con Country Two in particular has like my favorite. David has it's a just, like daydream to them. I would have like Digimon daydreams to them specifically. Oh. Of me and Digimon Emperor. Anyway, the story. <laughs> lot of this first person crap. Okay. Okay. Let's unpack this. Okay. So. Okay. Listening to the same song over and over. It's the, the Detective uh, Pikachu one. Okay. It's that it, Detective Pikachu '80s theme, uh, '80s song. There's an actual title. I can't. so there's there's a there's a they're driving on a road, listening to a song for a 50 minute second song on repeat endlessly. They have a they have a phone number scrawled on the side of a cup of coffee. Okay. They sing along. To it the was beautiful a straight and empty loop. road. My only illumination was the dome light, so the light in front of it. Regardless, I poured <sighs> myself another cup of coffee. Wait, while you're driving. Like this is already- I mean, if they have like from the from the travel box, so I guess they just have like a, a thing of coffee that they can refill their cup with. Oh, like kind of like when you get the travel box from like Starbucks. Yeah. Like, okay. Those are a little heavy, so yeah, I'm. That'll be tricky, but I mean, if it's a straight road and there's no one else on it, I mean, I guess you could take that gamble, but that's not safe driving, my friend. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not safe driving when you've got vacant faces staring pressed against your window while you're driving. So that Which I'm, too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Would you like to take the next paragraph or shall I? I can do it. Uh, the music stopped when the timer went off on my phone. Seconds before the car radio turned on again. A long moan came from the speakers and I carefully listened. From what best I could tell, it was louder on the right side. 
I secured the lid of my cup the best that I could and screwed the cap back onto the coffee box while fastening it seatbelt. Oh, okay. So it is like a... It's like in the passenger seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But it is like the Starbucks thing. Uh, the moment the moan ended, I made the sharpest possible right turn, as in literally slamming the steering wheel as far to the right that I could. I kept turning for the next 30 minutes or next three minutes, keeping an eye on the clock rather than the road. Exactly three minutes and 16 seconds into the continuous turn, I turn off the car and put the brake pedal to the metal and simultaneously engaged the emergency brake and shifted the transmission to park. It was a heinous sound and more heinous shift of inertia. This is bonkers. Oh I love God. this. It's weird. Jibra! How to destroy your car. God. Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, yeah, I'm I'm very intrigued so far. It sounds like this guy's been driving, waiting for this moment for a very long time. Mm-hmm. This is almost so, ritual pasta. What, what was that? This is almost ritual pasta. It sounds like we are witnessing a ritual pasta, but we're not being told the details of it. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is really, really great. Yes, I, I like it. The... Sorry. No, that's, I was just saying I like it. Yeah, yeah. I do like the connective tissue. Of, like, the moan was louder on the right side. Maybe that explains why they slammed the wheel to the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I finished off my coffee and poured another while I sat in the eventually motionless car, trying to catch the breath uh, my locked-up seat belt had stolen from me. After a few minutes, I dug around the mess strewn across the floor of the far of the far. I guess that's the car, but it said it's the far. Yeah, that's just a typo. It's typos, yeah. Oh, well, they were driving a Toyota far. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually finding the monstrous carton of cigarettes, I rolled down my window as I fished out the lighter from my pocket. I grabbed my phone and set another timer, 97 seconds. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So time is very important on this. At least numbers seem to be very important on this. <laughs> I do appreciate how this is very knowing about its its genre and about what it's kind of trying to do. And Rabbit's very good at this. Like we've seen it, we've seen this before with, especially with How to Summon a Fish. And it is cool knowing that for some reason, listening to our analysis on How to Summon a Fish somehow fueled the creation of this story. Like that's... And let's not forget, this was in a caffeine-fueled haze. So the coffee makes a lot that of it, sense. Yeah, that explains this, the, the ultra-important coffee. God, coffee. As, as a lover of caffeine and being very much dependent on it, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, coffee I took sounds- a deep breath of the last fresh air I would get for the next two minutes before placing a cigarette in my mouth. I flicked on the lighter with one hand, finger hovering over the start button. One more deep breath. As soon as I started the timer, I lit the cigarette and immediately tossed it out the window. I scrambled to grab another cigarette, lighting it, and throwing it out the window. I repeated this as many times as I could until I heard the alarm on my phone go off. I froze in place and started counting. I crazy froze in place and barked at the window. Ow, don't punch me, you mean dog. <laughs> don't punch me. She's, she's saying, I see weird people. Oh, she's growling. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're us reading this is evoking her her frustrations. Oh, I'm she doesn't that. approve of cigarette smoking. It's not good yeah. for you. Yeah, I like, throw a cigarette. That's one thing I can never get into, and I, I probably never will. It's smoking. Or, well, never. I, mean, I hope you never will. <laughs> well, I don't find that you feel. <laughs> yeah, cigarette smoking sucks, doesn't it, Gracie? Well, okay, because um, maybe maybe she needs a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> Gracie. Gracie needs. Gracie desperately needs a smoke. 
Gracie, Gracie was like pack a day for a while. And, you know, now she's, you know, she's clean, but sometimes the, the cravings still hit. She's trying to quit. Uh, but she's having one of the, she's having an episode right now. Uh, what I was we saying- interrupt this episode of UCA for our dog to have an episode. <laughs> uh, what I was saying was like, I think I might be allergic to cigarette smoke because um, I automatically cough and like have a coughing fit. And it's not even like I plan for it. It just happens. And then like my nose gets stuffed up. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Whenever cigarette, I like I smell cigarette smoke. Yeah. Uh, but also there was a point when I was a kid um, and I went to my aunt's place and she smoked all the time in her house. And I just remember seeing the walls just covered in like dark. And it was like, as I got older, I realized it was tar. Oh, from gross. Cigarette. Yeah. And that just, gross. that really, did, like, I already thought that gross. it was uncomfortable. And, mm, yeah, that turned me off. I, I, yeah, I have no so, desire to smoke a cigarette ever. Well, no, this, this, I, I'm, I'm still deeply interested in where this is, where this nonsense is going to go. So. 30 seconds of utter silence passed. I let out the breath I had been holding. I poured myself a shot of coffee, downing it before taking a few deep breaths. I grabbed my coffee cup in the box and kicking it open and kicking open the driver's side door. Oh wait, and the box kicking open the driver's side door. Okay. Uh, I almost stepped out before remembering to grab my phone from its holder and sliding it into my pocket. Yeah, that that's your timer, man. And <laughs> you apparently need it. Then with the cup and coffee in hand, I set out. Looking around, I confirmed that I was, in fact, surrounded by complete darkness beyond the meager glow of the dome light. I fiddled with the pedometer around my neck checked its backlight function, and resetting the depressingly low number of steps I already had logged, orienting myself so that my back was flat against the side of the car, I began forward. I'm trying to figure... So... There's oh, going to be there's gonna be a payoff. So, did, like, basically destroyed his car by, like, breaking and all that. Smoked cigarettes, tossed it out the window, is now leaving, and is walking away from the car? Yeah, apparently. Okay. I walked for 155 paces before turning 45 degrees to the right and continued for 230 paces. 90 degree left turn, another 105 paces. 270 degree left turn again, 230 more paces. I made the next turn as quickly as I could without getting too motion sick, doing a 728 clockwise spin before going another 105 paces. I stopped, poured myself another cup of coffee, downing it in one long pull, two steps to the left, 105 paces again, three to the right, another (laughs) 155, (laughs) one to the left, and a final 230. It's just a jump to the left. I was thinking the same thing! (laughs) Yes! High five all throughout through the internet. Holy shit. <laughs> Look, it's just this a, a really difficult dance to follow. <laughs> yeah, this is just a really complicated this is only just a really complicated guide to the time warp. That's uh, all it is. So David has never seen a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I live. have seen Rocky Horror, but not live. Yeah, that means you're still a I've never seen it live either. Okay, one of these days when you come by, uh we're gonna go see Rocky Horror Picture Show live. It's there. It's there's always a midnight showing, and it's just fucking insane. It's a lot of fun. Um, people dress up even now during the pandemic. There's always a- yes, of course. Yeah, they're still doing still, okay, you just can't stop it. Yeah, you can't stop this from happening. There's always gonna be a Rocky Horror Picture Show. My Rocky Horror, my choice. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, wait, is this yours? It's, uh, it's yours. Oh, never mind. 
I sat down and gave my tired legs a rest. I averted my eyes as I pulled out my phone and unlocked it. What faint light I could see from it hurt my eyes. By touch and sound alone, I set a timer for 10 minutes before placing it back in my pocket. I did some stretches as I waited, drank a carefully rationed cup of coffee, and counted in finger binary as I waited. It seemed like an eternity before my phone vibrated my pocket. I stood up and reached for the doorknob. Wait, Ooh. wait, doorknob? Oh, the unseen door swung open silently on rusty hinges, and even the imperceptibly dim light of the hallway hurt my eyes, because oh, they were still standing in complete darkness. Still, nonetheless, I stepped forward, squinting heavily as my eyes slowly adjusted to the very gradually increasing light. The hallway seemed to stretch on forever, and I had to take several coffee breaks to coax my increasingly protesting legs to carry me further. At the very end of the hallway, a figure wearing a hooded black robe stood next to a door. They looked at me with a hidden face, awaiting my answer. Dang. So they're just, they just walked all the way to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum. <laughs> uh, was, they just, they opened the Dybbuk, the door they actually opened was the Dybbuk box and they were just like, fuck you, Zach. Um, the one thing I got to say I do appreciate is the moments where they say, oh, the light kind of hurt my eyes from that. I, I love the fact that mm-hmm. um, uh, Rabid recognizes like these moments that people would react to and that actually adds a little bit of realism despite the, the craziness that's happening right now so and yeah, I, that was that was a nice touch yeah mm-hmm. uh i i feel like that kind of if you're gonna write something like baffling like this like just like what the fuck is going on or not baffling there's a like just surreal surreal yeah you have to have moments of uh to ground it exactly yeah so that way when the surreal stuff does happen you're like okay you you can you you get the effect that you want we have no idea what's going on but the character does whoever our our our, and our protagonist does and that i think is what's important we're kind of just along for the ride and they we just assume that they know what they're doing so this is interesting i always like that that aspect of it oh my god can you hear the music yes what wait what music I can, it's very, it's very quiet, but I, I don't, I don't hear I can music. hear it a little bit. All right, hold on, I'm just close. All right, I have my window open still, and, like, my neighbors on the other side are just, sometimes the music is just so goddamn bad. Hey, there's been moments where our neighbors have, like, blasted music, and I think it actually appeared on, like, some podcast episodes, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> there's been times I've had to go knock on the wall, be like, hey, turn it down. And we turn have to neighbors. No, this is like one o'clock in the morning. We've had yeah, it's only the time I've done it. Honestly, is when it got really, really late at night, and they were still going. And it's no, oh yeah, I think the worst one was when they were watching uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, and it was like blasted like so loud, and it was like two o'clock in the morning, and you finally said, "Please turn it down," like really, <laughs> why are you having it up it- so loud? That was okay because they did. Yeah, they did. Once I knocked on the wall, they turned it down. So yeah, I, mean, I do appreciate. It. Yeah, they're still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, light, Lida, 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 Oh, who's who's is this? This is mine. Okay. That's my, is it Lida or Lida? I think it's up to you. Lida. Lida works. <laughs> I told the shape. It nodded silently and reached up, opening a trap door in the ceiling and releasing a set of ancient mahogany stairs. I ascended into a small circular room, in the middle of which stood a mirror. Turning away, I walked backwards until I was flat up against the surface of the mirror. 
I took a moment and weighed the box of coffee in my hand and poured myself a final cup, a slight frown forming on my face as I realized that I had misjudged how much was left. I checked the side of the cup, making sure that the now faded number was still legible. I downed my coffee and with my left hand tossed the cup over my right shoulder. This is fascinating. Mm -hmm. I know I keep saying that, but without turning to face it, I carefully sidestepped around the mirror. From there, I only needed to take a single step to reach the massive stone gates, intricate reliefs of unthinkable things carved with impossible detail on the dark rock. I set the box down beside me as I looked at what seemed to be more uh, to be more of uh, to more be a wall infinite. Okay, to be more sentence. to more. I set the box down beside me as I looked at what seemed to be more. To what seemed, seemed to, to be more me. be a wall infinitely tall and wide. Yeah, that's that sentence could use a little work. Yeah. Just a couple words missing and move some things around. That's it. Am I next? Yes. yes. We're pretty through this. So. Yeah. With a silent apology to my legs, I stomped twice with my right foot and brought up my hands to the left of my head to clap. Then I stomped twice with my right foot, clapping to the right of my head. I cannot even begin to guess how many times I repeated this until the feeling to the unfeeling gates took pity and slowly ground open <laughs> with, an un, with an earth shaking noise. I grabbed my box of coffee before trudging forward. I, I like that wherever you, he's going, he's bringing coffee. That's the, you got to have the I, coffee. I feel for this person. I genuinely feel for this person. You got to have like, the coffee. Like what if this is just the commute to the office and he's making sure he brings coffee for everybody. <laughs> Well, this this is how you know this story is fueled by caffeine, because the coffee is is the most important. The coffee is a touchstone in this one. I stomped twice to my right, <laughs> left. Uh, uh, what's that? A cha cha slide? I think it's a cha cha slide. slide. They're just they're just doing the cha cha slide. And that's why this person's this uh, gate is taking pity on him. Oh, you, it's not even it's. It, it's not even a silent disco night. Okay, fine. You're, Gates open. Look, you're you're you can't do this. You're too white. Just can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it mine? Who were just wait? Say just read. I just read. So okay. So yeah. it is yours. Within the cavernous room, dimly lit by a single light up from above, was a giant crow. It lay on the ground, covered in a robe made of human. F- oh my god! <laughs> made of human faces sewn together. Ha. With eyes of endless and unspeakable void, it watched dispassionately as I approached. I okay, didn't see that coming. Oh, this is this is gonna be interesting. It took all the effort, nerve, and strength I had left to even try to stand tall before a beast so ancient and powerful. I call out to you, are you Guthla, speaker of the nine seas? As my words echoed forth into that eternity, the bird slowly nodded its head with a sense of tired wisdom. With a knowing and infinite gaze, it silently begged for the question that it had so many times before. Instead, I gave a tired nod. Okay, great, thanks. (laughs) Beginning to make my way to the exit, I stopped and turned around. You wouldn't care for some coffee, would you? I think I have about a cup left in here. I lift the cardboard box to indicate what I was talking about. That's a great way. You're basically talking to a cosmic horror. And it's like, you know, you want coffee? I mean, I mean, like, everyone enjoys a good cup of joe. 
but like, <laughs> I am, I am basic. I am a cosmic horror. People worship the ground that I walk upon. I have a cloak of human faces sewn together. Oh yes, I would love a cup of coffee. Thank you. Yeah. Watch. This is what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Where are we now? Uh, I was met. I was, and that's me. It is, it is yeah. Me, right? Yeah. I was met with a withering gaze, and after a literally immeasurable amount of time, literally, (laughs) I was given the same slow nod as before. (laughs) I set down the box carefully, gave a polite smile, and slowly forced myself to walk the long distance to the invisibly glowing threshold. (laughs) I like that this person, this crow's just staring like, I don't know, do I want one? What was the point of them going to talk to Ga'ufla, speaker of the 19th? It silently begged for the question that it had so many times before. Instead, I gave a tired out. I almost like the idea that this person is just like here to deliver some some elder, <laughs> well, el- some some cosmic entity's coffee. Well, he said, "Would you care for some coffee?" It's it, like I feel like this was just a yeah. <gasps> There's so much effort that was put into this. <laughs> uh, who who's trying to? Say? I I am. Me. Oh, go ahead. Me. I got back in my car, made an illegal U-turn, and, after about a mile, pulled back through the intersection where two pairs of identical chain restaurants stood across from each other. A Starbucks and a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking is. I, that's where I got the coffee. I parked in yeah. front of the east side one, in the space literally across from where I had parked at the beginning of my journey. See, it's where he got the coffee. Oh, yeah. I dragged myself into the coffee shop. Yep. And made for the bathroom. It's totally Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks is the only place where there'd be a Starbucks. An intersection where they're like, this is actually very generous because, you know, there's intersections where there's a Starbucks on each corner and on the island in the middle of the intersection. Oh, God. Like, oh, no, there's. It's I, a traffic circle and there's, and it, on all four, like on the four compass points of this, there's a Starbucks. And then on the island in the middle of the co- traffic circle, there's a Starbucks. If I recall, there's. A- I'm sure. Like uh, actually, at the uh, the shopping center that uh, we go to, there's a Starbucks there. But you can also go inside our local grocery store, and there's a Starbucks inside. It's, I, I remember that. That's been a joke since like the early 2000s, at least at bare minimum. Like, geez, Louise, it's never. So, is it? I think it's you, Kayla. I think you get to wrap this up. Ten minutes later, I was sitting at a table by the window, phone in one hand and an irresponsibly large travel mug of espresso in the other. This, oh yeah, that's, they are gone. I sent my boss an email. The ritual worked and was fit for publication. Hey. hey. I spent the rest of my evening contemplating just how much my remaining travel budget could be spent on coffee. <laughs> this is a fun little story. I like this. I'm wondering if, like, part of the ritual was to deliver this coffee. Maybe that. No, would- I think this guy's job is just to test rituals. Oh, oh. the ritual working was fit for. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. That's. Oh, that's. And he's just like, ah, oh, well, since I'm here and I got some coffee, you want it? Okay, cool. I gotta go. <laughs> the story is called beta testing. So they're testing to see if there the, you the go. That's testing or a group that's testing to see if the rituals work before they get like thrown out onto the internet or whatever. Oh my god. That's. That's. I love it. I love it. That's great. Oh my god, that's great. I like that. That's that's so good. This is great. Very fun, self-aware kind of story. Doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh, ends when it needs to end. 
uh, full of lots of fun tongue in cheek aspects of it. Uh, surreal, whimsical. Um, this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. this. This was very enjoyable. And you know what? We don't we don't pull punches on this podcast when it comes to stories. I mean, uh, beyond that one little bit where the wording was kind of confusing. Honestly, I just I think this is a very this is pretty well crafted, and mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, all it needs is is just some little cleanup with phrases, and there's like a few typos. But like aside from that, this is this was. This is that perfect shot of espresso to just kind of pep you up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That just be my freshest rating right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I will give it. Um, I will give it uh, for freshness ratings. I'll give it uh, four Starbucks at an intersection. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will give it uh, the coffee shop that um, is uh, your local coffee shop that's not Starbucks at. Um, and you only go there every so often because it's not as convenient, but when you go there, the coffee is fine. Mm. And they got that really cute barista who always wears that shirt made out of human faces. Yeah. And then, um, and then you, uh, ask them, uh, when they ask to, to write your name, you call, say, I am Garutha. <laughs> <laughs> I, when you ask them, when you ask them. Uh, when they ask you for your order, they go, Ka! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Actually, uh, there's a place up in Burbank that's a pretty good coffee shop. Um, the, the, there was a weird point where um, uh, we saw, like, what was on there. And we're, David's like, oh, Mexican mochas. And uh, a friend of the show's, uh, Kira Buckland, is, a, like, obsessed over Mexican mochas. It's it's a, it's It's, like... It's no, it's no secret that Akira uh, is a coffee fiend. That's mm-hmm. what I've, I've known her for a while. And that's like her big thing. But for also almost as long as I've known her, she, her favorite like drink in the entire world are iced Mexican mochas. Yeah. So if you go into this one particular coffee shop and ask for Akira, they'll give you an iced yeah, Mexican Yeah, it turns mocha. out that they're like, oh yeah, Akira Buckland, she comes here all the time. And we're like, oh, okay. It's the voice actor's coffee shop. I won't say where it is. No, 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 no. But, but it's somewhere in Burbank. It's somewhere in Burbank. Um, and like, well, every, everything's, everyone lives in Burbank. Everyone, except us. Yeah. We don't live in Burbank. Uh, but <laughs> I love the fact you can order a Cura there and they're like, oh, I got a uh, Mexican mocha coming right up. <laughs> uh, Pro tip. Uh, but Mexican mochas are really good, actually. I wouldn't know because I hate coffee. It's almost like hot chocolate in a weird way. With does, it, does it have a coffee taste to it, though? Uh, it uh, mocha's yeah. I mean, it's it's chocolate and, and, and espresso. So yeah, I won't I won't touch it. it. I like the, I like the smell of coffee. I do not like the taste of coffee. Just can't do it. Can't do it. Keep in mind this. I'm someone who only takes caffeine in dire circumstances, and that is when I get a migraine. And I've talked about this on Choice Drags before, which, by the way, if you're a patron, you can hear the bits that we cut out of the beginnings of, you know, parts of that we cut out of these episodes or uh, the bits that we do to warm up and get into the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this you, time, you, I made David and Kayla look at porn. You won't see the porn, but you'll hear us reacting to the porn. <laughs> so, um, because we're a very sex positive group around here. Uh, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it, uh, patrons at any level, can get that get those those come out bi-monthly uh they come out every other week that we don't release a uca episode when we do have them available sometimes we do an episode that's so clean that we don't have any dregs and that's happened a couple times but um i don't know this one will be a good one also patrons get 
uh, also patrons do get uh, priority when it comes to the stories that we read. If they if patrons submit stories, we kind of move them to the front of the queue uh, where we can. So yeah, um, things to check out. There'll be more goodies in the future as we kind of, you know, figure out where we're going to go with other shows. Uh, for example, uh, later this season, uh, specifically for our seven year anniversary of Midnight Marinara, we will break our hiatus to include a new original episode of the podcast. One uh, that Kayla and I uh, are writing, or I should say Kayla wrote it. I'm just kind of adding my own touches to it, but it should be interesting. Uh, I uh, say, do you want to talk about the Blue Olympics? The Blue Olympics. Olympics. For the first time ever we're doing the Olympics. Um, So, for starting already, it started, guys. Get on it. Come on. Um, Working on it. <laughs> until October, every month, the entirety of the Creative Horror crew, to some extent, will be participating in these uh, monthly challenges to celebrate Halloween. Because why the fuck not? Like, we love Halloween. Let's just, let's just, let's just make the best of it. We'll make it our um, own because yep. the rest of the world sure isn't. Hell yeah. Um. So the month of July, we are having a like creepy cooking contest <laughs> with actual food, not just stories. Um, so each of us, we have been separated into teams. David and Kayla are team uh, Shadow Monarchy. We yes. are the Shadow Monarchy. Shadow Monarchy. Uh, Alan and I are the best fiends. <laughs> Which is an amazing name, by the way. Uh, and then we have uh, Henry and Ravel, who are my co-hosts on The Witching Hour. They are a team, the Red Plague. Uh, Abysme and Paprika were going to participate as a team. I dubbed them the UFOs, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they may not. I don't think they're participating in this first challenge. We might get them in on another challenge or they might contribute in other ways. But for this first month of July, we are doing a cooking contest. Next month in August, we're doing a costume contest. There's a story contest. And then there will be a pumpkin carving contest. If you got some culinary skills or just want to participate for fun and think you can make a cool creepy halloween inspired dish uh do it and take pictures and then send it to me at jesse reyes at creativehorror.com uh and i will feature your dishes alongside all of ours when we put out a little video on our youtube page of just us failing at cooking <laughs> But also, listeners will get to vote on who wins the contest. So it's exciting stuff, and uh, we're already gearing up, doing our best for this first one, which I admit I have no skill at whatsoever. But we're going to do our best because we have some cool ideas. I have some skill. Very, it's it's. I I I am willing to do what I can to make this work, mm -hmm. and we will work oh, together. Yeah. Yes, we will be for, good, will for be the contestants. Mind. For us contestants, we have to make a dish that is comprised of two components. So each contestant has to make a, a part a piece. Um, for listeners, you can just make whatever you want. It's just be one thing. But like for my day, Alan and I have divided. We know what we're each making, and mine requires some baking. And I have been doing a lot of baking, so I'm confident. But I'm also like. This could totally not work. <laughs> so it's exciting. It's fun. It gives us something to do. It gives us a way to celebrate Halloween. We'd love to have listeners participate. There's more information on creativehorror.com at the creators blog. Um, and there is also a thread on our Twitter, creative underscore horror, at creative underscore horror, um, with more information there too and links. Yeah. 
Awesome. That's a lot of plugs. But if you stuck with us through the plugs, hopefully there'll be some stuff for you to look forward to in the near future. Definitely go check out the other podcasts we have on the network while you're at it. You know what they are. And if you don't, just go to creativehorror.com and you'll see them. Everything's there. Just go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a way to be succinct. And again, you want to submit your stories? Uh, MidnightMarinara at gmail.com. Email them to me there. I will get to them eventually. I promise. <laughs> he promises. I promise and I, I keep them. I try to keep my promises wherever I can. Uh, that said, thank you both uh, for being part of this episode. Who knows where we'll be next week or next uh, time we record. Uh, not next week. What am I talking about? The ritual is really throwing me off. <laughs> Maybe because you're all you're all obsessed with coffee and somehow that there's like a residual coffee addiction that bleeds over to me no join us never enjoy the coffee no i I drink dr pepper to fight headaches i'm not a person who good evening intrepid listeners this is the pasta shade the host of midnight marinara and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans For more content like this, visit us at creativehorror.com.